This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan. It's Tuesday the 4th of May. In your Sport Today, the Human Rights Commission reviewed Gymnastics Australia and Man United fans want more control of the club. Plus, Boyd Cordner will return from concussion and positive COVID tests in the IPL. All right, Gem, let's dive in. A review by the Australian Human Rights Commission into Gymnastics Australia has found the sports administrators enabled a culture of physical, emotional and sexual abuse. No specific allegations of abuse or misconduct were investigated, so there's no criminal charges at this stage. But the Commission has several recommendations, Jim. Yeah, that's right. They recommend Gymnastics Australia provide a formal apology and acknowledgement to members of the community that suffered abuse as a result of the actions and inactions of other members of the gymnastics community in Australia. They also recommend that any related matters be investigated externally of the sport as well. No issues were reported at local or club levels. This is all tied to the elite level, Greg. In particular, young girls entering elite sport before they're physically and emotionally prepared to handle it. The report highlights the issue with closed training sessions, as without parental supervision, it increased the opportunity for sexual abuse and also the long-lasting effects of body shaming, which is prevalent in the sport. Gymnastics Australia did respond last night, saying they unreservedly apologise to all athletes and family members who have experienced any form of abuse participating in the sport. They have begun work improving policies, education and support mechanisms and acknowledge that transformational change is needed. If any of this has raised issues for you, we've put a link to support services in the episode notes. Manchester United fans have requested more control over the future of the iconic British football club, releasing a statement following their protest that postponed their club's match with Liverpool on Sunday night. The Manchester United Supporters Trust, the official fan group for the club, has called on the UK government to create a way for fans like them to have an opportunity to buy shares in clubs and to help ensure no single private shareholder holds a majority ownership in a club. Yeah, just like the Glazer family do at Man United, where they hold the vast majority of the shareholder rights. The protest on Sunday night was the third one organised by Man United fans since the club announced their intention to join the short-lived European Super League. But Greg, the animosity towards the Glazer family has had a much longer history than that. For a bit of background, the Glazer family are US investors who started buying into the club around 2005. Fun fact, Greg, they also own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFL. However, before the family became shareholders, Man United fans were protesting the purchase because they were worried they would put the club into debt as part of the purchase. And they haven't really gotten any more popular with fans since, with their apology for the ESL saga being wholly rejected by the Supporters Trust. There's been no response yet from the British government or from the Glazer family, but the protest is getting backing from within the sport. Former Arsenal manager Arsene Wenger weighed in yesterday, saying the protest was a revolution in football. Boyd Cordner announced yesterday he's set to return to the NRL in round 14. 
Captain of both the national side and the Sydney Roosters, Cordner has been out with a concussion since game one of last year's State of Origin. That was way back in November, Jim. Yeah, it's a long time. Coach Trent Robinson and the club's high-performance staff took a very cautious approach as Cordner does have a history of concussions. Robinson said all the medical testing came back positive and there was nothing to suggest he can't play football again. It'll be a welcome return for the injury-riddled Roosters, Greg. They lost gun winger Brett Morris to a potentially career-ending knee injury on the weekend. And co-captain Jake Friend retired last month due to concussion issues. Round 14 is still a little while away on June 12, where the Roosters will play the Gold Coast Titans. The Roosters currently sit fourth on the ladder with six wins from eight games. Pat Cummins' team in the Indian Premier League, the Kolkata Knight Riders, are in isolation and had their match cancelled last night as two team members tested positive for COVID. Both Cummins and fellow Aussie Ben Cutting have tested negative, Gem. The two players who tested negative, Varun Chakravarti and Sandeep Warrior, are now in isolation from the rest of the squad and are being monitored, and the whole team is now being tested daily. The IPL is being played in a biosecure bubble, and until these cases, Greg, the bubble hadn't been breached by coronavirus. Last night's game was the first one this season to be called off due to COVID. Cricket Australia Chief Nick Hockley confirmed yesterday there are no plans in place to bring Aussie players home by charter flight, and for now they're continuing to work with the Indian Cricket Board and are monitoring the situation. Before we get to today's Catch This, we've got some news here at Sport Today. We've been going for nearly 10 weeks, if you can believe it. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. What that means is it's time for us to take stock of how we're going. And there's a good reason to help us out with that, because you could be in line for a $500 gift card from Dan Murphy's if you do. Now, can I enter? No, Gem, but everyone but you and I can win simply (laughs) by filling in a survey that will take just one minute to do. A link to the survey is in your episode notes. And Gem, we've got some other news too. We do. We'll be pausing the podcast at the end of this week for about a month while we gather that survey intel and take a good hard look at ourselves in a good way. Yeah, and we know that sport today is hitting the mark for sports lovers who want a good factual update in the morning with a bit of personality, but no shouting. (laughs) But we want to take the time to pause, reflect and make it even better. Nothing like a bit of reflecting. So take one minute, fill out the survey for us. And if you don't want to do it out of the goodness of your heart, we get that. There's always that $500 Dan Murphy's voucher. Which I can't win. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, I have an obscure one in the world of esports, which is video games. Some listeners may have heard of the game Fortnite. I've played it. My skills were completely humbled by what I assume were very crafty 10-year-olds. <laughs> Epic Games, who make Fortnite, are in a legal battle with Apple, which began overnight in California. The case centers around the commission Apple takes when making in-game purchases. The trial is expected to last most of May, so you may see some headlines for a while. Mm, Your skills get humbled in most video games, though, Greg. (laughs) I've played with you before. Nah. 
<laughs> I have more Champions League news. I've done my research this time. It's accurate, I promise. The second leg of the semifinals take place tomorrow with Man City taking on Paris Saint-Germain and Thursday morning with Chelsea playing Real Madrid, both at 5am on Optus Sport. So we'll know pretty soon he's going to be in the final, Greg. Yes, very exciting. And that's all from us here at Sport Today. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll catch you tomorrow. Tomorrow.